you're just like, oh, I can be not funny one day. And it doesn't mean I'm not funny. Just like there's the ebb and flow. All art is ebb and flow. And you start understanding truths that help you get out of that space of like needing to win all the time, which is such an egotistical thing. I need to win and to make a lab. Oh, all these, all yeah. these like acquisitional ideas. You have to just, as you get older, just slurred, like channel it into positivity and live from inside here out, not outside in. Don't need the things to happen for you to feel good. Feel good so things just happen naturally. guys welcome back to another episode of unhinged today i interview usama Siddiqui. it is literally so fun i had such a blast i loved it it was all great you guys are going to really enjoy it so usama is a new york comedian he was on america's got talent he's the co-host of a podcast called mango bay and all of these things are great you guys should look him up look into him if you're in new york you should see a show yeah just get involved i feel like he had a lot of very deep things to say, especially as the conversation progressed, just about like his Korean comedy and also just what it's like to be young, how you have to kind of, if you want something, you have to stop reaching so hard for it and it'll come to you a little bit. He had a lot of other really great lessons. It got very deep, it got very meta, which I like. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. And other than that, I wanted to bring up some of the questions that we had in the polls this week. So Everyone was responding and it was great. I loved it. I just wanted to give you the final poll results because I think it's just super interesting. Basically, does being funny make you hot is the theme of this episode today. And 100% of the people that responded said, yes, it does make you hot. So good to know. Um, you need to wait to find out if Usama thinks so. So in the, in the poll, it says, if someone is funny, does that mean that they have the same sense of humor as you? Like you can banter with them or are they funny to everyone? 68% said banter, 32% said everyone, okay, so, and then whether or not humor is a top priority when it comes to dating, like, is it something you look for in a significant other? 92% of you said that it is definitely something that's a high priority, and 8% said something else, so, yeah, kind of interesting, it's not important to everyone, yeah, if you don't like a funny person, don't worry about it, because not everyone does, so if you could describe your type, would it be? I apologize for this poll because I could only write three words, which is not enough to describe a person, but I did funny, nice, and smart versus serious, nice, and smart. And again, it was 95% funny, nice, smart, 5% serious, nice, smart, not set in stone, could be anything. And I had a lot of great people respond to this with what they look for in a partner. And there were a lot of just really sweet ones, like kind to animals, empathetic, adventurous, charismatic, soulful, curious, a lot of people being attracted to someone that's introverted, just kind of introverted, but maybe opens up to them when they're alone. And I think the one that I related to the most and agree with the most is being able to judge a situation and kind of adapt to that social setting, not kind of only being one or the other. That was pretty much everything that we got from the polls. I thought it was super fun to interact with everyone on Instagram. So yeah, if you liked that, follow at the unhinged podcast underscore on Instagram. I'm going to get to the episode and I really hope you enjoy. See you guys next time. Bye. Okay, well, welcome to Unhinged. Can you tell 
the listeners a little bit about yourself, your name, your story, and your relationship status. That's that is three podcasts right there. Um, <laughs> Usama Siddiqui is my name. My background in the comedian who moved to New York six years ago to pursue my dream and my relationship status is open relationship but also kind of, uh, <laughs> that's my official stat- yeah, relationship status there it's open relationship it's a little more it's the new york open you know it's kind of like it's all good there's respect on both sides and there's not that much lock did it's not officially called an open relationship uh which is a little more specific that's new yorkers we all have like we can't just be like single or not single it's always like a nine minute well, I'm, uh, you know, North Node is taking by, but so it's like, we're all very like locked in. And so there's someone that I love who may or may not, you know, become more locked in than it is now. Okay. Does that make sense? Did it I makes sense. It made sense. I'm curious if there's love there, why it's not like official, but I also understand why it's not so. Yeah. Commitment is not something you have to do unless your feeling I, I i remember when i was growing up and in, in love yeah you, you had to feel this need to commit and create tension on both sides feel what's natural for you and then and go for it and make sure you just keep it open with your partner or whoever it is just mm-hmm. don't be an asshole but yeah i'm out and about in new york and uh most doing work and comedy but occasionally cavorting around as well okay cool cool you're like this guy's psychopathic <laughs> what is going on <laughs> no no that makes sense i'm here for that are you uh, doing this from your biology ap class what's going on what are you doing what is it <laughs> Your AP biology class? Where are you right now? Oh, this is my apartment. Oh my God. Okay. Like this is the living space nice. and kitchen. It's totally nice. It just looks like you dissect cats in the back as well. Yeah, the, the lights look like they are. Um, That's what it is. It's yeah. It's no, but lights. If, if the lighting was better, you would see that it was actually skylights, not like UV, like oh, evil, evil lights. Marcella. Twist. Mm. In my mind, it is. You're in detention. That's a cup of Joe. Your kids are are not getting enough past the exam, and you're you're going through it. Okay, got you. Yeah, you don't see worry. How I can it's a skylight. It's a skylight, and this is uh, hot water. Got you. Way cooler. Way cooler. But got yeah. it. I love it. Now I love it. Now that I know. So you're in an open. I have to ask you again about the open relationship because I want to understand it more. Um, sure. How long have you been seeing this person? Mid, right before pandemic. Okay, and has it been yeah. like the same status of like open? the whole time no 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 so i met right before pandemic and it was kind of more casual meeting and we profess more intense feelings for each other you know it just kind of develops naturally it was not always the same thing it's very it's been dynamic the entire time do you feel like it picked up the speed because of the nature of the times a little bit like just because everything sure. everyone's dying or or well i don't know <laughs> you're you're like looking for more meaningful connection yeah yeah I, I love you because everyone's dying and that's it. Which is a little you bit know, like that. See so many filled work trucks that I'm like, do I get married or what? I mean, there's <laughs> bodies everywhere. It makes you uh, want to make big life decisions. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I saw this dead buddy on the way to work and I just wanted to have kids with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, no. It, it was definitely that. Obviously, the, the times, because I was much more, you know, wild, so eater. What do you call it? Sowing the wild oats or whatever? Oh, yeah. Uh, sowing wild oats, I think. I was a wild sower of oats. Oat sower. Mm-hmm. wildly but pandemic has reconfigured a lot of that mm-hmm. you start slowing down your brain really figures out like what are you what's going on well you can't just keep hurtling on a train to nowhere and so really slow it down a little bit and just figure out what you really want it was definitely pandemic that kind of slowed me down it kind of undid a lot of like the single just going for it Woo! 
for like it just cut it off by five years i feel like i would have done that for like five more years if mm-hmm. pandemic hadn't like locked me into my focus so like what do i want in this life did you ride out most of the pandemic in new york a couple months in dallas sorry apparently apparently you can't leave new york when shit's going crazy people are like why do you I leave would- new york i'm like you don't love your mom you don't want to go see your mom no you can love new york and then your mom it's like what the fuck no so i i went to go home i went to my mom sorry mm-hmm. new york hung out there for a little bit and then came back and kind of just like rode it up it was tough it was tough pandemic it wasn't wasn't easy i literally fled the city immediately I, it wasn't even a state Good. of emergency and i was like oh i'm out it's fine i'm sure i can Dude, yeah <laughs> Dude, I will leave the city if a bird shits on me. Bye. Yeah. See you later. I'm gone. It does not take Goodbye. much. Goodbye. Fuck all this. The pizza is not good. Bye. Truly. Truly. Well, do you like living in New York? Like, did you pre-pandemic, pre-this open relationship before? When you were dating in New York, you said it was kind of like a wild scene. Was that like, were you on the apps? What was your go-to? Not apps. I um, was on the apps. I don't like the apps. I was on Instagram. What's the DMs? Yeah. So... Okay. That's where I that's where I play mostly in IGDMs. This is maybe douchebag thing to say, but if you have a blue check, things are much easier. You can kind of mm. go for like, hey, what's up? And people won't be like, ah. But yeah. uh blue checks are like dimples, basically. Like it just, it just creates like a energy of like, hey, what's up? So your blue check helps you. I use blue check the same way people use like fish photos, you know, or look at this fish <laughs> I caught or women on a mountain or, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's all, yeah. all use things. We all use pictures and ways to put our best foot forward. A lot of it is photos, lighting, different scenes, people you're hanging out with, bungee jumping, travel, and blue checks. And blue checks. <laughs> oh my God. So you're a stand-up comedian, context, yes. listeners. That is the context. You've been a comedian for how long? And has being a comedian ever, like, have you ever had the blue checkmark experience like after a show, basically? Oh, from previous yes i'm bringing it back nice nice i i have i with it's again it's based on gender lines which is kind of bullshit like men after a good set will get hit on well women will not because men are weaker creatures who can't handle a funny woman so the idea of a woman being hilarious will terrify men so a lot of these hilarious female friends of mine will just be like smashing shows exploding in the, the room and then no one's talking to them. Everyone's like, yeah, you're funny. And then just leave. It just, it just really sucks. But the comedy is definitely, it's like, once you go to on stage, you are for 20 minutes or however long you're on stage, you are the chief of that room. And so that really is attractive to everybody, not just women, but like like dudes see you as a leader, women see you as a, you know, as a mate on a biological level. So you got that, you are more sexy after a good show. If you bomb, you're equally unsexy. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a double-sided coin, right? Yeah. And for women, it's just not necessary. You've, you've heard this from your, your friends and you kind of witnessed that too. Like it's not necessarily the same thing. I've seen some, uh, some of my female friends do get it. And that, those dudes are usually pretty chill. Like they have to be like, if a dude, patriarchally, it's so ingrained, like, oh, I'm the funny one. Uh, yeah. That when you, when most dudes see a funny woman, they, they can't handle it. Or they have to, in some way in their mind, subjugate the woman. Like, oh, she's funny, kind of for a girl or. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, blah 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 some sort of way to the way dudes have to sort of be okay with themselves is put down the woman so in their brain they can feel like more superior as opposed to just accept the superiority you know and just be like hey you're the best blah blah it takes a different kind of person a stronger type of dude a more rare type of dude who has traversed his societal shackles and been able to upend them to be like okay you know this woman is obviously funnier than me and I can still be like what's up that's much rare, rarer breed. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Also, Definitely. I just want to applaud your wording. 
transcending the societal shackles. Oh, 100%. That's that was great. Memoir title. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It. You need to write that down for later. That was good. Um, okay. Good to know. Um, do you think most men think they're funny? Yeah, 100%. Most men think they're funny. Men, at least in some way, if on a binary scale, funny or not, they think they're funny. For sure. They will bow out and be like, oh, you're funnier than me. No, most dudes don't think they're the funniest person ever, but I'd be hard pressed to find a dude who doesn't enjoy being called funny by anybody, you know, or, or a significant other or some sort of girl. I think uh, it's definitely a thing people strive for, especially dudes. Mm -hmm. I would say I agree with you there. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have much evidence except it just seems like that's the case with amongst They're definitely those. a vibe definitely a vibe of we're all fucking up our own ass yeah but I, I would say it's probably like most people think they are funny sure sure I, I think people fancy themselves smart and smart and funny are kind of two sides of the same coin you know they both go hand in hand and so mm -hmm. i think people fancy themselves smarter and funnier than they are i think i lord knows i probably am way dumber and less hilarious than than i think i am 100 percent. no yeah. you are <laughs> we're done here we're done here we're it. finished um, um you fished and i gave you the fish hilarious. okay <laughs> um okay so i think the crushes and the people that i've liked i have liked them mostly because i like think they're funny or i seek out people that mm -hmm. i think are funny because i feel like that's kind of like one of the more attractive qualities and i feel like that's a thing that my mm -hmm. friends agree with they're they're kind of like okay yeah I want a funny guy and like I guess I've kind of learned this from shows like actual like comedian funny women are not necessarily attractive to most guys unless they're like the rare breed to like flip the narrative a little like as a man what's the thing that you find most attractive in a personality that you look for if it's not funny yeah uh funny is definitely up there I love a funny person and I've met enough women who are a thousand times funnier than me to understand that you know, your brain puts yourself in its, in its place. Like, listen, like accept it and let's keep moving in life. So having someone who's funnier than me, because this woman, the uh, open one, she's I'm unbelievably quick, just a fucking quick master, just, <laughs> just uh, supremely hilarious. And that is awesome and attractive. Is it the thing I look for the most in a woman? I would, there's so many other factors too. I, I, I think the most of it is uh, ease of being, I think is the most, mo and that's, that's, I guess, smart talk for chill. Are they, are they chill? And chill is not just a one word. It's like, is there an ease of being? That's what I like in a person. Are they easy to hang out with? Is it a, yeah, is it a positive vibe? That's more than anything is, what's, is what determines the staying power, I think, for me. Hot is obviously, you know, attractive, funny, smart, all that's there. Smart is maybe second, but just ease of being and just ease, like being able to stay center in an easy space of life is such an underrated underrated quality in a person i think everyone's crazy and anxious and i when i find someone who's not that anxious i love it i love it i just think it's so attractive so someone who's not easy for you to hang out with personally but just like easy for anyone to hang out with yeah yeah, yeah. just a, someone who's very radiates and ease you don't know about like people who, like opposite of the other person with always someone who's just like angry and in a bad space i can't stand that energy ever had a girlfriend like that for like two years fucking destroyed me you know that that kind of energy just is just yeah i'm like already back there yeah um, ease of being i think is the hottest thing in a woman and if it's coupled with funny smart oh my god hello you've done it yes yes i feel like i can relate to that on the opposite end because i'm like definitely more of someone who's stressed out silently sure like, i'm never like sure. projecting <laughs> it to try to stress out those around me so they're also stressed and we can all be stressed yeah. together 
but like <laughs> I do love when there's like a calm presence in my life I'm like huh nice this person just doesn't give a fuck like that's wild right let like, me just ruin that I'm yeah. like I want more of that yeah how would you define funny then I'm whipping it back to your career like if you said funny second on your list how do you define that as someone who's a comedian sure sure are you um do you you know like making jokes uh are you goofy are you okay with being dumb i think a lot of new york is very much like i have to be the smartest man or woman in the world and it's like you have to always show how smart you are which takes away a lot of your joy and your goofiness i think the smartest people in the world are the ones who realize that being dumb is the best way to be it's just the most fun and and wonderful place is to just be silly in a smart way and so conan said before he left he was like my whole life, I wanted to be at the intersection of dumb and smart. And I think we've done that for 12 years. I'm like, yes, I want, I want how Conan looks at the world. That's what I think is the funniest thing is just silliness without any sort of rudders is just pure stupidity. Mm -hmm. Just up your own ass thinking. Now you're just being like a up your own ass Foucault type thinker. Fuck you. And in the middle of that is the, is the juice. It's the real, like you have, there's the lack of attention and a beautiful scaffolding of brain to buttress that sort of idiocy. Yes, good, love it. Again, the, <laughs> I just love it. And also, um, and I'm not gonna do this anymore, but I am gonna say it one more time, which is you said ass and juice so close together. Like, <laughs> it was one right I meant after it. I know, I meant and it. I know. Yeah, that was the fans, that was for the listeners, all right? Yeah, I just want them to, I hope they can like, Maybe I'll cut you it together I'll, and we'll I'll, just see. I'll say it even, even, even tighter. How about just ask juice? Sometimes ask you juice. just need yeah. some ask juice. Why not? Might as well. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring back what you said. I'm not going to quote you to you anymore. I promise. That was my last time. <laughs> um, I feel like humor is kind of a language you can have with people. It's like it's, and it's not necessarily if someone is funny to everyone, but if, if someone is like funny to like the right one almost sure, like, sure like a banter sure. Of, of sorts like how do you feel when you like meet someone you have good banter with on a date is that something that kind of like oh gets you, you gotta love it it's the best you know it's the best you know it's, it's the it's that alchemical ass juice that we're all looking for <laughs> yes. you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> we're back i i think uh it's the best when you find or better as the british people said banter is the is the best it's it, it's a complete ease of being in a flow and two people are in flow, it's great. It's just the best. When I find that, you're right, fun is so subjective. And it's one, the more I do comedy, the more I extricate myself from the need of being, like needing to be funny, mm. you know? And also a complete like side thing. The first thing that happens when I Google you is Heidi Klum getting mad at you. And <laughs> I think that she needs to grow up. Yeah, as long, this is, this is a, this is a established idea. We help me out in the end, the controversy only, only blew up the kind of name brand even more. Good. All publicity is good. Yeah, it was scary in the, in the moment. I was like, oh no, they're coming for me. That was a year ago. And it, since then, it's only been very good, very good kind of explosion of, of fans and stuff like that. Okay. All good stuff. Because, yeah, I was watching your stand up and I saw the joke in front of like normal people. And yeah, yeah. Amazing, completely great. <laughs> and it was also amazing in front of her. And then she right. just like, <laughs> it was a very like, it was so i yeah, was, I was, I was upset stage. i was like this is so dumb oh my I god know, but it anyway. was and it was it was cleaned up for tv so it's like do you know what i say instead of tramp usually and she's like oh it's, it's a whole what that could be any that's got trampoline outside 
It can be <laughs> Yeah, it's not a slutoline, you know, it's just a trampoline. No. It's like, you know. It literally could be anything. It was, uh, a, it was a whole hilarious, just aside. Only only good things came out of that. Okay, appreciate you. Thank you. Because, yeah, Heidi Klum needs to grow up is the, like, is was my takeaway <laughs> um, from all of that. Love um, to hear it. Love to hear it. Does, sure. that, does being funny make you hot? Does it make you hotter to people? Definitely. To Definitely. Mm -hmm. Does it, someone else being funny make it hot to me? Yes. And and opposite, are you hotter? Of course, one hundred percent, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Funny is uh, is so much. Funny attributes intelligence to the person. It, it attributes an observational ability. It shows so much of who you, so many good things of who you are. Like it's just such a high rated quality. You know, funny's up there. It just it just it just really reveals so much uh, about who you are. No dumb people are truly funny. And when I see it in someone, it's hot. The more it's there, the hotter it is. As long as it comes from love, you know, funny from a negative place is also can be funny, but it's, those people are very dangerous and um, are leeches of energy. But when funny is paired with a good energy and a good heart, oh God, get out of here. I love a good smart person. Cause then, then they get you. They're able to understand where you're coming from and things aren't so hazy and like, what's going on? It's like, oh, you're dumb. It's also fun to talk to a person about something they care about. It's kind of oh yeah, thing. oh my god. To get them all, come on. To get them talking about like I don't know what coasters. I'm saying, I say you that don't get I don't it. Coasters. They're so <laughs> useful. I get it. It's hot. It's definitely hot. Definitely. It is. People. Anything what's what's be. really hot is what wasn't hot before. When you're a kid, enthusiasm was like so like you're being a nerd. Exactly. Like opposite of cool. Real cool people are the people who are very passionate about stuff. Very excited about stuff. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's so true. Yeah. They're here for they all, they all became the coolest people later on because they had such passions. And it's, I mean, the person who was like putting his leg on the brick wall, smoking James Dean. So what happened to him? I mean, what does he do now? Hopefully he found a passion. If he didn't, he probably sucks at this point in his life. So when you are on a date with someone and I'm going back in time to first date before you met your wonderful person who was mm -hmm. whip smart and cool and funny and yes. <laughs> and yes. Pre her, pre her. Um, you're on a first date. Do you ever feel the need to like perform for these women? Like, because if they know that you are a comedian, you kind of are like, oh, I really need to kind of give them a bit of a show. Sure. Like if sure, they know definitely. your career, do you kind of have to like bring it more than if yeah. they don't? Yeah, definitely. You're completely right. Um, I think before it was much more ingrained in me, like when I was less secure in my comedy and my humor that I was like, I have to always be like, right? Always thrown down always and still that's that part of me is not gone yet you know that need to be funny a lot you know to feel good it's definitely not the healthiest thing always it's not only a good thing that feeds my soul sometimes I, like, I need to be funny or i feel shitty but back then it was way more ingrained and that i could not be myself a lot of times i was always trying to create some sort of joke as stand-up kept progressing and i got more skills and strengths and inner strength in stand-up my life started to also ease up in terms of my need to prove myself because i've been doing it so long that you start you stop needing to acquire the fruits of your labor because you're like i know i'm good at this so uh -huh. mm -hmm. you're not tied to the vagaries of the quality all the time you're just like okay i, I can be not funny one day and it doesn't mean i'm not funny it's just like there's the ebb and flow all art is ebb and flow and you start understanding truths that help you get out of that space of like needing to win all the time which is such an egotistical thing i need to win and to make a lab oh, all these all yeah. these like acquisitional ideas you have to just as you get older just lord like channel it into positivity and live from inside here out not outside in don't need the things to happen for you to feel good feel good so things just happen naturally mm -hmm. yeah because i feel like it could easily be a big issue if you're you know a comedian and you have to make something funny for like everyone 
technically, mm. um, which is stressful because you don't even know them. Like, who are they? Yeah. Like, but you technically <laughs> have yes. to make them laugh. And so I feel like that could easily turn into like, you're just performing all the time and it's just exhausting. Yeah, but you know, the, the idea, you get funnier when you start humanizing these crowds, when you start mm. realizing that these crowds are people as well, just like your friends. Like you could easily have been these people's friends if you just hung out with them. So humanizing a crowd really does help you get funnier as well. Like what kind of things do most people understand? How can I say something in a way that, is me, but everyone gets it, you know? Like, if I went up and said, my joke's in Bengali, no one would laugh because no one knows Bengali. Mm -hmm. Same way with ideas. Don't have, quote, Bengali ideas, not specifically, but the idea is like, create work that is understandable and also unique. Yeah, but you feel less like you have to kind of impress the like random first dates now, just because you're like, okay, I know Definitely. who I am. When you, when you, 100%, when you release a need to be, you actually just become. You know, when you stop needing the thing is when you become the thing. It's this very weird paradox. Loosen the grip to uh, acquire the object. It's a, it's a very, like, weird uh, idea that in Western culture is not even there. Just, like, relax, and it'll all come. It'll all just be there. Yeah, it's good advice. Love that. Stay ask now. On three. One, two, three. Ask juice. juice. We said it differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you said it more like, uh, like we were, it was like a test tube. You know, we, we've got the vial of ask you, sir. Yeah. Our oh. <laughs> local <laughs> team has now turned into ask juice instead of does being funny make you hot? Like, <laughs> the one the same. Marcella, you one never know where, where it's going to end, you know? And, 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 <laughs> yes. you, and that's okay. Usually. Yeah. So I'm bringing it back to something earlier. We were talking about how every person kind of thinks they're funny. Why do you think philosophically people want to be perceived as funny and i think that your answer is probably going to mm. be because it makes you seem smart so because we've already <laughs> touched on this a lot so maybe i've already <laughs> answered it well i think it's also likability mm -hmm. funny is such a pure emotion that if you make someone laugh it's such an easy way to tell that they like you you know and so people love that when they see someone laugh at them because they're like oh now i know that you're that you're on my side that we're a team. So many good things biologically happen when someone laughs at somebody. And I think that really makes us feel good. We want to be a part of something together. We want to be, a, you know, not just alone, isolated creatures. So laughter is a way to connect us and bring us together. It's one of the most powerful ways to do that. And so people love experiencing it. It makes us feel so alive and welcome in this world, which is what we're all looking for, to matter. Yeah, it is very, like, um, uncontrollable when you're yeah. actually laughing. Yeah. So good. It's a, it's a truly primal emotion. There's uh -huh. nothing to, you know, it's beautiful. It's the best. It's the best thing ever. I, I feel like I've, I've definitely done this. So I might be projecting, but I definitely laugh at guys' jokes, even if I don't think they're funny, just so they feel good about ah. themselves. And I don't know if you have ever felt like that has happened. Well, listen, I mean, in real life, there's so many ways to be fake or you have um, ways to smooth things out and make a social interaction be smooth. And if I only had that, it'd, it'd kind of get on me, but because stand-up is such a real version of that. You know, 10 minutes into your set, there's no lying anymore. Like, what's, it's all, these people are for reals, either laughing or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no fakery. So I've been able in my life, specifically able to transcend past the shackles because it's just my job. Yeah. So my job is to mind the real because 20 minutes in, 30 minutes in, there's nothing but the real laugh left, you know? True. Is it the same thing? Like, if you're talking to a new person? Maybe, maybe, um... I think laughter can be also so many things. That's not just the person's funny. Laughter can remind you of a very joyful time. Laughter can be a, a, a sound of, of connection, you know, like, oh my God, that's so true. 
well, you're not necessarily being hilarious, but you're saying something that is so deeply true to them. So laughter is not just people saying it's just a funny joke means laugh. Laughter is so much, it's an expression of joy in so many forms. So just because a laugh isn't because of a funny joke doesn't mean it's fake, in my opinion. Yeah, because there's a real emotion behind it. Like, it's like you want them to feel heard and seen and you're like, I'm like, yeah. I yeah. hear you. You're making yeah, it. And, sometimes a little, and if a little bit of joy comes through, like say the joke is kind of funny, you start laughing and that joy, if you open it up, you just start laughing more. Maybe mm -hmm. the joke wasn't that funny, but just the joy of laughing just makes you laugh more. I mean, why stop it? Why stop the laugh? You know, why hold in joy? It makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So a lot of your comedy is family-based, in person, sure. your mom, stuff like that. Like, sure. I, I love it. It's so funny. I appreciate it. Appreciate and it. I love talking about my family. Like, I just think it's so fun. It's like- They're just, goofy like, people. They're the goofiest human beings. Yeah, they're gorgeous. I was curious how close your family is to like the relationships you have and like, are they wanting you to marry someone who's also Muslim? Like what's the all that, situation? All that, yes, all that. All you, that. you bet you, what, what you think is what's going on. Okay. Um, yeah, Muslim, get, get married tomorrow, get married yesterday, you bitch. You know, mm -hmm. all that's like, it's like, go, go, go. But they realize I'm doing comedy and it's finally they're accepting and, and they're sort of in that space of like, okay, do your thing. But they, they're still going to nag. They're going to nag because they nag. But love yeah. them and and love the way they overbear sometimes but it's just the way they are but very traditional bengali family for sure yeah and it's always just because they care too like it comes from 100%. a place of love they're like i just what like i loved getting married and having a family and so like that made me happy and i want you to be happy because i love you so that's that's what they need that's what, that's what they know the yeah. your parents aren't god they don't they don't have the multitude of experiences they have one experience and they're talking to you from that experience so you have to like allow them to have just the visor allow them to be a person and not you know everything definitely have they met any of your girlfriends before never oh my god my mom thinks i'm a virgin probably mm -hmm. um my dad you know gives me the dad wink i mean there's no uh -huh. there's no overt talking about it that's not how we how we roll but yeah. You know, yeah. they'll meet my wife today. I have my first baby, probably. Oh, that's who she is. Okay, nice. like doesn't they're yeah they're very they're very locked out of that of that romantic life though. So. But yeah. it, it's not not that we don't talk we talk every day. It's mm -hmm. just that romantic part is not broached. Part of it. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be everything, obviously. Um, right, right. Do you have any siblings that like can take the pressure off you? Because I do, and I love that. <laughs> right. My, my big brother got married. Yeah, yeah. My big brother got married, so he's he took the pressure off for a couple of years. But it's only a it's only a stopgap measure. They're, they're coming right back. You know, the moment they get happy Shit. with the one thing, they're like, okay, back, like bulls, you know? Laser in. Laser back. Ugh. And so now it's it's back on me. So, you know, I had a couple of years of, of ease and now we're back, back in this, this space. Hate to see that. I know. It's nice to have the pressure off. <laughs> like, it's nice until, right, right. And then you're 29, you're like, fuck, okay, let's go. Let's no. fucking wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. I get it, I get it. Anyway, I think I pretty much like, this being funny make you hot thing. So is there anything else? It definitely does make you hot. Uh, the final thoughts are, it definitely makes you hot. Yeah. And dudes need to fucking accept funnier women into their lives. It's mm. enriching. Just do it. Suck it up. I know society doesn't allow you to and freaks you out. Bring in a funnier chick. Mm -hmm. That's like a, hilariously just a new idea. Bring in a funny woman into your life. Just do it. Just do it. Trust me. Just do and it. Make her, just, just accept it and, and let yourself go into her jokes. You'll love it. You'll have a great mm -hmm. time. It's weird that they think they have to be funny or than women and that women can only be funny as. Right. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dominance thing. It's a dominance thing for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. Alpha. Yeah. Because laughing is primal. They act primal when it comes to humor sure sure Maybe. oh i'll Ooh. take that this time i'll take know. that okay all right we're just in my bio lab right now yeah yeah bio so, 
I'm thinking that way. Um, we need funnier women. Let's go. They're there, obviously. Because <laughs> none of my yeah. friends aren't funny. So I'm like, well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know they're women are very funny with each other. And then they they break out to the respective boyfriends and they just like close down all their humor mechanisms for the guy. And it's like you see two different types of women. So mm -hmm. dynamic and fun, doing tampon jokes. I'm sorry, or other jokes, Jesus Christ. But you should have been like- can only joke about- Oh well, God, here we go. At the very last second, the song gets canceled. <laughs> well, what I meant by tampon jokes is not the, that it's a, it's a woman joke, that it's a disgusting, or that it's like a body joke, or it's like a little ribald. The idea is that they're so prim and proper with their boyfriend, but they'll do jokes about anal or whatever, tampons, anal, or with their friends. And it's like, only because dudes can't handle jokes do they stop that hilarious, maybe raunchy style. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fucking lame. I think go for it. Just really have a good time. Yeah. With your tampon jokes, as I call them, apparently. Oh, uh, that's so funny. No, it's, it's also, I literally never talk about tampons. That may come as a shock to you. I think you're already joking about tampons all day, just oh, tampon yeah. puns, tampons as they call them. How, yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh my gosh, getting so meta, but um, love it. Well, I guess the last thing I would ask you, do you have any advice to people who are in their 20s dating, trying to make sense of it all? Just open your, your mind more to different people. I think people have, are kind of rigid in their dating ways a lot of times in their early 20s. Like, I need to get this type of person. Open your heart up. Open your head up. You'll go to some very interesting places. Um, literally, it'll be very fun for you. Just open. Open yourself. That's great. I love it. We love Thank it. You. Love to hear it. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me.